Welcome to the Weight Loss Your Way podcast. This is a show for women over 40 or approaching 40 who want to lose weight but are tired of chasing the quick fix fantasy that diet culture promises. Weight loss doesn't have to consume your life, and you don't have to measure your self-worth by the number on the scale or the size of your clothes. We're ditching the diet rule book and getting on with experiencing weight loss your way. This is Norma, your host and life coach for weight loss. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the show. This is episode 10, and I'm going to talk to you today about the power of nutrition. Now, one of my main goals of Weight Loss Your Way is to expose you to a different way of thinking about weight loss. There's so much more to it than calories in and calories out, like we've all been taught to believe. And if it were that simple, how could it be that two different people can eat exactly the same things and do exactly the same exercise and one gains weight and the other loses weight. I think it goes back to that idea of bio-individuality, that we're all unique beings and we have different metabolisms that have been shaped by our different lifestyle choices, life experiences, and levels of stress, whether it's real or perceived. So logically, a one-size-fits-all approach to weight loss just can't exist. So up to this point, I've really talked very little about food, or more specifically, what you should eat. And I will never provide my clients a meal plan, because I can't possibly know what they like, don't like, and what types of food actually work best for their bodies. That's why I believe weight loss can only be accomplished your way, and on your terms. That said, I think there are some common nutritional guidelines that are good for every human body. Things like reducing sugar and processed foods, including bread and pasta, taking care of your gut health by eating plenty of fruits and vegetables, and getting enough protein and healthy fat in your diet every day. As I continue my own work and education in integrative nutrition, I'm becoming more and more convinced that food is medicine. And with proper nutrition, your body can begin to heal itself from many common ailments that affect our society today. In many ways, we don't even know what good health feels like because we've gotten so used to feeling the way we do. It just seems normal. Like walking around with a low-grade headache all the time, or putting up with achy, stiff joints, or having daily digestive issues like reflux and constipation. All of these are symptoms of something out of sync in your body and can quite often be remedied by a change in your diet. Then there's the bigger, scarier things like prediabetes, diabetes, heart disease, and stroke. None of us want these things, but sadly, too many of us are walking around thinking, but that won't happen to me. Or if it does happen, there's medicine that'll take care of it. I was one of those people that believed there was a magic pill I could take that would just fix everything that was ailing me. So let me tell you a story about that. I was diagnosed about 25 years ago with type 2 diabetes. I'd actually had gestational diabetes with both of my pregnancies and was told that I had about a 60% chance of developing full-blown type 2 diabetes later in life. Well, like I said, I was one of those people that didn't take it seriously, and I found myself on oral type 2 medication 10 years after my youngest son was born. So it finally caught up to me. But I trusted that that little pill was going to take care of things, and I could keep eating what I liked. And then when nothing improved and things got actually worse, it went to two pills and eventually daily insulin injections, having to almost double the dose every year. 
and still I believed the medication was going to take care of things. It wasn't until I actually made real changes to my diet and nutrition did things start to change. I had to learn what foods my body could tolerate and what it couldn't, and that required a lot of work on unwinding my diet brain. I didn't want to give up the things I really loved, like bread and pasta and sugar, but I also didn't want to live a life full of medications and injections, or worse, irreversible damage to my body, which was becoming a real possibility for me. So over time, I experimented and I learned how certain foods affect my blood sugar and in what quantities, until I landed on the best mix, and that became my food protocol. And it looked a little bit like this. My food protocol contains all veggies, all fruit, but a limit of no more than two servings per day, full fat dairy, but I watch the added sugar. There is so much added sugar in some of our dairy products, like yogurt and that type of thing. So if it has less than three grams, I'll eat it. My protocol also includes all meat, all nuts, and it does include bread, but only one serving per day, and I have to eat it with a protein, and it includes pasta, one meal per week, eaten with a protein. And same thing with desserts, once a week. Now, when I follow this protocol, it allowed me to enjoy the foods I love and maintain normal blood sugar levels. Over the course of the year, I gradually reduced my medication until I was completely off all type 2 diabetes medicines in 2018. Do I still have type 2 diabetes? Yes, but I can manage it by closely and deliberately monitoring my food intake. It was hard in the beginning, and yes, it felt a little depriving at first, but I, I took it slowly, made tiny adjustments not only to my food, but in my thinking, and I took control. This is just one example of the power of food and figuring out what your unique body needs in terms of nutrition, albeit it's an extreme example because not everyone is dealing with type 2 diabetes, but a good example nonetheless. By paying attention to the type of food, the quantity, and the combination, I essentially reversed my type 2 diabetes. I learned my body can't handle sugar and flour, so I had a choice. I could stay on meds and likely experience some really nasty side effects, both from the medicine and the type 2 diabetes, or figure out how to eat in a way that supported my body. Every choice has a trade-off. I didn't cut those foods permanently out of my diet, I just dialed them back. I learned that I can still eat pasta and bread and even a dessert, just not every day. And I'm okay with that. That was my trade-off, and it paid me back in spades. Improving your nutrition is not only important to your general health, but it's an important part of your weight loss process. And there's one nutrient that's often overlooked, and that's healthy fat. Fat is one of the three macronutrients your body requires. So if you're still holding on to that old diet myth that fat makes you fat, it is time to let that one go. You can get healthy fats from things like avocados, cheese, dark chocolate, eggs, fish, nuts, seeds, olive oil. Adding these types of fats to your diet will actually help you lose weight because they help regulate your hunger hormones. They keep you satisfied longer and cravings can be minimized because they keep your insulin levels stable. And you don't need a large quantity to really get all of the nutritional benefits of a healthy fat. Avocados or nuts can be added to your salads and you can saute with extra virgin olive oil instead of a corn oil or a canola oil. 
And you can add a hard-boiled egg to your list of things that you have for snacks. So let's talk about carbohydrates for a minute. This is another macronutrient that's been demonized by the diet industry. Our bodies need carbohydrates. They're our main source of fuel and energy, but not all carbs are created equal. And no surprise that the difference is whole versus refined. Uh, carbohydrates in their whole state contain fiber, which can be found in all vegetables, whole fruit, beans, peas, nuts, seeds, and whole grains and potatoes. Refined carbohydrates have had the natural fiber removed or changed and often contain crazy amounts of sugar. These would include things like fruit juices, white bread, cereal, or anything else made with white flour. These are the types of carbs that cause the vicious spiral of spikes in blood sugar levels, leading to the subsequent crash that leads to sugar and other food cravings. And these are exactly the foods that I needed to minimize in my personal example of getting off my type 2 diabetes medicine. And do you know what else happened when I took out much of the refined carbs from my diet and replaced them with whole carbs? I lost weight. I had more energy and I stopped having that afternoon crash we all know too well. All right, so the last nutrient is protein. Protein is necessary to build tissue and muscle and it also serves as a fuel source. Just like carbs, whole proteins are always better for your body. Things like fish and seafood, poultry, lean beef, eggs, and dairy products. If you're not a big meat eater or you don't eat meat products at all, protein can be found in many other places like beans and vegetables, things like green peas, artichokes, avocado, asparagus, Brussels sprouts, mushrooms, kale, it's, there's just loads of them. Now, watch out for the latest fad of protein powders, diet drinks, and bars. While they may be a good source of protein, they can be very high in added sugar and oftentimes contain those refined carbs. I'm not saying never consume these types of products. They certainly are a convenience, but just pay attention to the ingredients and perhaps consider them as supplemental to whole unprocessed protein. Okay, so that's the nutrition lesson for the day. If you focus on getting healthy fat, whole carbohydrates and protein in your diet every day, not only will it help you lose weight, but it will greatly improve your general health. And who doesn't want that? Now, I'm sure you've heard the same horror stories I've had about fad diets that cut out a major nutrient like fat or carbs over a long period of time and some of the terrible side effects on the body like failing gallbladders, kidney disease, muscle weakness, just to name a few. Eating healthier doesn't have to be limiting or restricting. In fact, I'd argue the opposite is true. It actually opens you up to a world of foods that you may not have even considered before, like veggies. I was raised on peas and corn and occasionally a broccoli spear. I used to think I didn't like things like spinach and cucumbers and tomatoes until I started experimenting and found out that I actually love these things. My favorite breakfast is a spinach and feta cheese omelet. It is delicious and I get all three macronutrients in one meal. All right, I hope you aren't too bored with this nutrition talk, but rather inspired to start looking at how you might be able to level up your food choices and get to work on creating a food protocol that's going to support your long-term health and your weight loss goals all at the same time. So remember, we're not doing it as a for now diet that you hate and you can't wait to get off of. 
you're working on creating a forever way to eat that you love and keeps you healthy for years to come. I'm going to wrap up with just a few Q&A questions that whenever I talk about this subject, I always seem to get. So maybe you'll find these helpful too. So lunches sometimes tend to be the biggest challenge for women, especially if you're working outside of the home and you have to go into an office every day. And I often hear, I'm just so bored with salads. Well, if you enjoy salads and want to step them up a bit, add some chicken. A really great hack is to buy a whole rotisserie chicken that's already cooked. And all you have to do is remove the meat from the bone and you have tons of chicken to throw in a salad for the next few days. You can use it to make a soup or even a sandwich. Another great salad hack is to create a salad bar in your fridge. Chop up your veggies in advance and store them in glass containers. They last so much longer that way. Pulling together a salad is quick and easy. And one of my favorite lunches is just plain old cottage cheese and fresh fruit. Sometimes I feel like a bowl of oatmeal with a handful of walnuts and berries. Nutritious lunches don't have to be the same thing every day, and they don't have to always be salads. They can be really, really simple and easy and just really delicious. The other question I get all the time is what about frozen meals like lean cuisines and Weight Watchers? I lovingly put these types of food in the category of frankenfood. They're usually highly refined, contain lots of salt and added sugar, yes, sugar, and preservatives. So that said, they are very convenient though, and when consumed a bit more sparingly, not your worst choice. So I wouldn't toss them out completely, but I like to use them as a fill-in. If I really get in a pinch and I truly don't have anything else, I always have one of these things in the freezer that I can just grab and go. Really start to pay attention to the ingredient and how those refined foods affect you. And you may find these types of meals just don't either satisfy you or sustain you or just don't feel good in your body. So just pay attention. And then I often hear eating healthy seems hard and time consuming. How do you make it easier? So yes, you do have to make an effort sometimes. Our world has become so convenient that a task once seen as normal, like preparing food, has now become a complete chore. What I found, though, is helpful is taking a couple of hours on Sunday to prep a few things just to make my week a little bit easier, like chopping up the vegetables for salads and meals, like I mentioned, hard-boiling eggs to have them in the fridge for the week, making a pot of rice and portioning it out into glass containers, just real quick grab-and-go side dish. And sometimes I'll even roast a sheet pan of veggies and have them in the fridge for dinner. The key, though, is to find ways to make it easier for you. For instance, I couldn't live without my Instant Pot. It hard boils eggs to perfection every time, and I've never had to use my rice cooker since I've had that thing. It makes the best rice. So have a set of good knives and plenty of glass storage containers on hand. Like I said, rotisserie chickens are a great time saver. Package up baggies of oatmeal, so all you have to do is, is add water and reheat when you get to work or cook a whole tray of bacon in the oven. That's what restaurants do. And then just grab a couple of slices for breakfast so you don't have to stand there over the stove every morning and cooking. And last, when you do make meals in the evening, try cooking a little bit extra so you have some leftovers to take either for the next day's lunch or to freeze. So when you need that quick freezer meal, you actually have something that's homemade. All right, and then the last thing I hear is that 
isn't it more expensive to eat healthy whole foods? Actually, my experience is no. It's about the same amount of money as buying some of the prepackaged prepared foods because you're paying for the convenience, but you're getting a whole lot of other stuff that just isn't that great for you. And interestingly enough, I found that when I'm eating healthier, I actually eat less and that shows up in the weekly grocery bill. All right, I think that wraps up the nutrition Q&A. I would love it if you would be so kind to go back and rate and review the show. This is a great way to get this podcast out in front of more women just like you. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like to know more about how you can work with me, just see the links in the show notes. I've included everything you need on getting on my email list so you get that free weekly email on how to book a Done With Diets call that's completely free to you, and also how to find out more information about my membership community called Connecting the Pieces, where I've got a group of amazing women. They're all working together to achieve their health and weight goals so that they can stop measuring their worth by the number on the scale or the size of their genes. If community is something you're craving, this is the place for you. So go check out those links, and I'll see you next week. Bye.